0: Welcome everyone. Thank you for joining me for a new episode of IDEA's Listen and Learn CEC podcast, the fitness industry's first and only Audible CEC program. This is Judy Menick, and I'm part of IDEA's publications and content team. This Listen and Learn is sure to bring you joy. It's called Training Happy for Positive Behavioral Change. And it was researched and written by award winning fitness pro Shirley Archer Eichenberger. It was first published in the November-December 2019 issue of Fitness Journal and it was updated in October 2021. If your clients are having a hard time sticking with their exercise plan, scientists have a surprising suggestion. Don't focus on getting them to exercise harder, help them exercise happier. This article will explain why and how. This episode contains information that has been approved for one CEC by more than 25 approval agencies, including ACE, NASM, AFA, ACSM, and NFPT. To claim your CEC, you'll need to pass a short quiz, which is available for purchase in the Idea Store. Look for the link to the quiz in the show notes. To thank you for listening, at the end of the episode, I'll provide you with a coupon code to get 20% off the quiz. Of course, IdeaFit Plus members can access this and all CEC quizzes and courses, free of charge. Remember that research shows that physical activity increases comprehension, so we encourage you to move while you listen and learn, and that's sure to make you happy. We've divided this content into nine sections for you to explore, and all of the references are available at ideafit.com. Section 1. Happiness exercises. Are happiness exercises part of your training program design? Does that question seem odd? As you're helping clients work toward their fitness goals, this is the perfect time to pause and consider how you can use every tool at your disposal to make sure people succeed. Your toolbox includes harnessing the power of positivity to promote physical activity. Although scientists have yet to confirm a direct causal link between happiness and health, growing research shows a relationship between psychological well-being and multiple positive health outcomes. Among these are a stronger immune system, fewer chronic pain conditions, less likelihood of diabetes, lower risk of fatal accident, reduced heart disease risk, and longer life What's more, studies show that happier people engage in a greater number of healthy lifestyle behaviors, including physical activity. Research also shows that specific practices, such as keeping a gratitude journal, can actually enhance happiness levels. This raises the question of whether a boost in happiness may increase a person's healthy behaviors, such as sticking with a training program or eating more nutritious foods. First, it's important to fully recognize that fitness professionals cannot, do not, boost a client's happiness. Only the client can do that, if the client has an open mind and receptive heart to do so, says Michael Mantel, Ph.D., San Diego-based cognitive behavior coach and author. Fitness professionals may help clients learn methods to boost happiness and develop tactics and plans to build this feeling, but this means assuring that a training session focuses on emotional well-being as well as physical training. Supporting clients in achieving both mental well-being and physical goals within a training session requires intention and conscious awareness. This article breaks down the up-to-date scientific findings to help you understand tools and techniques you can use with clients, as well as pitfalls to avoid all in the pursuit of happiness. Section two, happiness and exercise, a symbiotic relationship. Significant evidence confirms a positive nexus between physical activity and mental health. Studies in positive psychology, also referred to as happiness science, show that happiness, or what scientists call psychological well-being, is associated with a longer, higher quality life. Happier people lead healthier lifestyles and are more likely to be fit, to eat well, and be popular. This is what we call a positive feedback loop, or the upward spiral of happiness, when more positive emotions predispose us to take on more positive actions, which then leads to greater happiness and well-being. This is according to Jacqueline Brecker, a certified positive psychology practitioner and national board-certified health and wellness coach in New York City. The research on this exercise and happiness connection merits a closer look. For instance, happier people are more active, when Harvard University researchers analyzed data from almost 10,000 male and female adults assessed at six points over 11 years, they found that psychological well being was independently associated with reaching and maintaining higher physical activity levels for the duration of the study. Study authors concluded that the interventions targeting psychological well-being might be a way to increase physical activity in addition to enhancing psychological health. In another study, this time of 1,000 plus patients with coronary heart disease, investigators evaluated the association of positive affect, a positive mood state, with health behaviors over five years, Data analysis revealed a link between greater psychological well being and behaviors like being active, sleeping better, and not smoking. Moreover, increases in positive affect occurred together with improvements in physical activity, sleep quality, and medication. Another connection is that activities that boost happiness also increase physical activity levels. In a 2012 study of 242 patients who had undergone coronary catheterization procedures, those who participated in patient education and in positivity practices, like reminders to think about proud life moments and to enjoy positive thoughts, were 1.7 times more likely to achieve physical activity goals than those who did not. The positivity group also experienced improvements in depressive symptoms. A third link is that increasing exercise can increase happiness. Exercise can play a key role in alleviating anxiety and depression, so much so that it can be a valuable therapy for those with clinical conditions. However, the context of the physical activity matters, In a meta-analysis of almost 100 studies that included a combined sample size of 648,000, researchers found that leisure time activity and active transportation were positively associated with mental health benefits, but work-related physical activity was not. Given the power of this and other evidence, Leading researchers are suggesting that activities that increase happiness may be a way to boost people's participation in physical activity and to improve their health overall. This presents an opportunity for you as a fitness professional. Integrating positivity practices into training sessions can enhance happiness, increase participation, and attract new clients who wanna join in the joy. That before you can create a center where people can tap into the upward spiral of happiness, you need to be grounded in the concept of emotional well being and the techniques to create it. Section 3 How Experts Define Happiness If someone says, define happiness scientifically, you may not know how to answer. But if someone asks you, do you generally feel content and happy with your life and positive about the future, you have an immediate gut reaction. This is how to begin understanding the scientific definition of happiness or psychological well-being. Researchers debate the details, but in general, the concept of psychological well-being encompasses more than happy emotions and pleasurable sensations. Happiness in life includes life satisfaction, optimism, positive feelings, and purpose. For example, Daniel Kahneman, a Nobel Prize-winning psychologist and behavioral economist, offers four levels of analysis for identifying, measuring, and evaluating happiness. Emotions, feelings that are experiential and in the moment, Sensations, physical feelings, and the memories of them, personality traits, a person's innate response to life events, and well being. Sonia Leibomowski, positive psychology researcher at the University of California Riverside and author of The How of Happiness, defines happiness as the experience of joy contentment, or positive well-being, combined with a sense that one's life is good, meaningful, and worthwhile. Martin Seligman, Ph.D., the father of positive psychology, set forth one of the leading theoretical perspectives in the field, the PERMA theory, where PERMA is an acronym for positive emotion, engagement, relationships, meaning, and accomplishment. He defines well being as one's ability to flourish through meaningful life pursuits, supportive social relationships, and a sense of mastery. It's this final example that we will use to later discuss how to incorporate more happiness into fitness programming. Section 4 Three Primary Factors That Influence Happiness. Many people mistakenly think that external factors like wealth significantly affect happiness, but numerous studies show that once basic needs like food, shelter, safety are consistently met, more material goods do not increase happiness. Another myth of happiness is that happy people do not experience negative emotions, loss, or life disappointments, or that positivity requires denial. This is not correct. What studies reveal is that happy people possess the positive feelings, thought processes, and strategies that enable them to function well in life and to evaluate life favorably, regardless of what comes their way. In fact, happiness is within reach for all of us since it's strongly influenced by our own efforts. Studies show that Three primary factors contribute to happiness. One, genetics determined 50% of our basic temperament and disposition. Examples of personality traits that increase happiness include cheerfulness, enthusiasm, gratitude, hopefulness, optimism, and a sense of humor. Two, circumstances influence 10%. Examples are life events, life status, being single, married, divorced, or widowed, and material well-being, including wealth. And three, efforts make up 40%. These include what we do, day-to-day behaviors, what we think, optimistic or grateful inner dialogue, and what we seek, personal goals and our dedication to meaningful causes. While genetics can't be altered, circumstances and everyday efforts are adaptable, and as the numbers show, that's half the battle. Section five. First things first, mixing negativity to model positivity. Instructors and fitness coaches carry a lot of responsibility for the mood of a workout, says fitness leader Grace DeSimone. Simone. It's all about noticing how your actions, dialogue, and instructions impact the expressions of the participants. Studies substantiate this perception that what a fitness professional says can influence how people feel, either positively or negatively. To be sure you're accentuating the positive with clients, it is vital to eliminate the negative, starting with self-deprecating inner dialogue. Fitness professionals are in a unique position to model for clients the transformative power of self compassion, inspiring others not only through professional skills and achievements, but also through willingness to embrace self acceptance in lieu of the pursuit of physical perfectionism, says Brecker. Here are some examples. Number one, start with yourself. Like all helping professionals, Fitness pros have a responsibility to do their own personal work, says Brecker. That doesn't mean that you have to have everything healed, but you need to be able to honestly acknowledge what your issues are so they don't blindside you or your clients, and so you can begin the personal healing process. Brecker recommends seeking support from a mentor, peers, or even an informed body-oriented counselor to address personal issues around body image or perfectionism. Two, show unconditional support for clients. Mindfully addressing their own body image issues can make it easier for fitness professionals to acknowledge judgment and not be diminished by it, to truly hear what their clients are saying and to offer unconditional support. This unconditional support can be powerful, adds Brecker. Demonstrating your unconditional positive regard for clients, regardless of body shape, regimen compliance, or fitness outcome, might do more for their ultimate happiness and well-being than anything that could happen on a piece of exercise equipment, she says. Three, avoid being accidentally negative. For Rachel Babaraki, a Les Mills US head trainer based in Colorado Springs, this means carefully considering how any motivational messages are delivered. Often, going to the gym is tied to some sort of body shame, and this is something that has real negative mental health risks, decreases happiness, and can negatively affect exercise adherence, she says. Studies confirm this. Adults who experience weight stigma are more likely to avoid exercise, and that stigma itself contributes to stress, anxiety, and negative mood. Babaraki says, If we, as an industry, can shift the narrative to one of inclusivity and empowerment, away from body shame and fixing bodies, towards celebrating what our bodies can do, more people will be drawn to exercise and fitness and want it to be a part of their lives. Section 6 How to exercise positivity in the training room. In addition to avoiding negativity, fitness pros can tap into the wealth of research on known ways to help people increase positive well being through the fitness experience. Here are some creative ways to support your clients based on the PERMA principles, which Seligman drew on from years of research. Happier people experience positive emotions more frequently, ideally multiple times daily. Instructors can use the techniques to draw attention to positive feelings like happiness, excitement, joy, enthusiasm, love, pleasure, and contentment. Start and end with self-awareness. Claudia Miko, owner of HypnoFit Maui and a master instructor for Yoga Fit, recommends beginning every session with visualization, encouraging people to connect with their heart, mind, and body. De Simone encourages doing pre and post session checks of mood, energy, thoughts, and creativity. Encourage participants to fuel up on good energy during the workout and save it for when they need energy refills, says De Simone. This is a great way to get clients both to savor a workout later and to make the conscious connection between training and feeling great. Watch for negative body language and self-talk and find ways to reframe perceptions in a way that clients can connect with positive feelings suggests Mantell. Encourage engagement in the present moment. The experience of happiness occurs in the present, but 50% of the time people's minds are wandering, according to Harvard researchers who conducted a study of over 2,200 individuals. Research shows that people are happier when they're focused on what they're doing, even if it's an activity that they don't enjoy. Fitness professionals can help people cultivate present moment awareness in a variety of ways. Draw attention to the senses, touch, sight, smell, hearing, and taste. For example, cue people to feel strength and power in their muscles, to hear the energy in the music, and to observe their surroundings. Outdoor workouts can boost engagement by offering the sensory stimulation of nature. Provide clear and positive feedback and encourage a personal sense of control with comments like, great effort on those last three reps or excellent form engaging those glutes on those squats instead of generic comments like, way to go, suggests Mantell. Notice what exercises or activities take your clients into a flow state where they're fully engaged and not checking the clock. Michael Piercy, IDEA's 2017 IDEA Personal Trainer of the Year and owner of The Lab in New Jersey, recommends switching up exercises or trying new pieces of equipment to make sure that boredom doesn't creep into training. People are always excited when they try something new, he says. Build relationships with and between people. Social support and positive relationships are important to good health and well being and are associated with many health benefits. Instructors can learn and use participants' names, introduce people to each other, and build community and support. Happy people belong, says Grace DeSimone. Invite, thank, and be welcoming in all of your communications. Happiness is contagious. Some specific ideas are to introduce clients to facility staff, other members, and potential training partners. Ask clients what kind of support they have at home and educate them about the importance of support from family, friends, and colleagues. Organize wellness socials or happy hours to help members get to know each other outside the training room. Members already share a common interest in health and fitness. You can also offer workshops that combine education and socializing. Another strategy is to focus on the deeper meaning of fitness. Mounting research shows that people who have a sense of meaning in their lives tend to live longer and enjoy better health. And this meaning needs to be intrinsic, based on inner desires, rather than extrinsic, a reaction to external pressures. When you're with clients, you can support their sense of meaning by asking them why they're training. At first, people may respond with typical comments about looking better, getting stronger, or being healthier. But goals like these are often means to another end. For example, do some clients want to be healthier because they'd like to enjoy a long life with their partner or grandkids? Keeping in mind that focusing on appearance may ultimately be demotivating, how does a fitness pro get to the underlying reasons why clients want to change how they look? These strategies can help. Use pointed questions to identify intrinsic goals. Babaraki suggests, what sort of impact do you want exercise to have on your life? To give people space to focus on the joys that exercise can bring. Another option is to ask, how do you expect or want your life to be different when you accomplish your fitness goal? Answers to the latter might include having more energy, feeling like one's former self again, or waking up without aches and pains. Connect the why to each workout. Mantell notes that once you know a client's why, you can then ask in a post-workout check-in whether the workout matched the why. This helps support a shift to a growth mindset in which the client sees potential in training, rather than just viewing it as a chore. Tap into people's desire to help others. You can do this by offering special training events to benefit others who are less fortunate, such as a turkey day workout and food drive, or a charity ride to benefit breast cancer. Whatever the cause, it can help people get together, socialize, and train in the service of others, while also appreciating their own good fortune, A win, 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 win. It's also important to acknowledge clients' accomplishments more often. Studies show that a sense of mastery and accomplishment boosts self-efficacy or one's belief in one's own power to affect change. Each training session, as well as every move, is an accomplishment. Highlight this. Present options for every move instead of being overly directive. Let participants choose what level and intensity are appropriate so that every participant can do every exercise. Remind participants of their own accomplishments. Congratulate people for coming to train, for completing a session, and for giving what they can on any given day. Track progress with exercise logs or digital devices, suggests Mantell. This will reinforce the achievement of consistently showing up. Section 7. Check your script. Are you cueing for positivity? Experts agree that what a fitness professional says can influence how people feel, either positively or negatively. Case in point. Northwestern University researchers conducted a study with 203 college-aged women who participated in a class led by an instructor who cued with comments that were either appearance-focused or function-focused. After the session, the women in the function-focused group reported feeling happier and experienced better body satisfaction than those in the appearance-focused group. Just modifying The script had a meaningful impact on the way people felt about themselves afterwards, says Renee N. Glenn, a psychology professor at Northwestern and the study's lead author. Here are examples of wording used in the cues for this study. Instead of saying, it's super important to train your back to blast that muffin top, try saying, It's super important to train your back to prevent injuries and build strength. Instead of, take your legs to tabletop to target your pooch. Say, take your legs to tabletop for extra challenge. Or instead of, the core movements that we're doing today are designed to help you blast fat and help you get those elusive six pack abs. Say, your core muscles are crucial to Everything you do, they give you power. Instead of, it's hard, but think of the results. Fix your body right now. Say, it's hard, but you're strong. I know you can do this. Instead of, the bicycle crunch is super efficient, burning fat through your entire core. Try, the bicycle crunch engages your whole core, Think of the amazing things your body can and will do. Section 8 More ways to infuse fitness with joy, laughter, and fun. While research has validated the positive effects of PERMA factors, numerous studies also confirm the power of gratitude, even something as simple as writing a list of things you appreciate to increase happiness and well being. Fit pros can foster gratitude as well as joy, laughter, and fun in a variety of ways. For instance, cue for thankfulness during each session. Cue people to feel and appreciate the strength in their legs or arms during moves like squats or push-ups. DeSimone says, take the focus off calories and sleek physiques. Find joy in the sheer ability of motion. You can also weave gratitude throughout the workout. Miko uses an exercise that she calls the internal shower. During aware breathing in the warm-up, she has participants think of a couple things that the heart does. Ideas that emerge might include circulates oxygen or feels love. During rest breaks, she reminds people to feel their heart beating, even perhaps placing a hand on the heart. She suggests they say to themselves or out loud, my circulation is fantastic or I love this feeling. Then during the cool down, she reminds participants once again to notice their heart beating slowly and easily. And she suggests they thank it for all its abilities. Another thought is to encourage laughter, fun and lightness. Kiersey recommends building free play into training sessions where people can choose what moves they want to do or play games like dodgeball so clients can have fun with movement. He emphasizes that he creates an environment of choice with team-oriented challenges. Teammates cheer each other. The competition is about winning at individual goals and challenges, not about beating each other. Research shows that laughter not only boosts positive feelings and enhances relationships, but it can also release feel-good endorphins. You can use music to motivate emotions. Music can affect mood and heart rate. Use skillfully, it can energize a workout and bring calm and relaxation at the end. Use music your clients like, says Mikko. Music can create joyful feelings during a session. Making happy memories while exercising is great for adherence and extends the mind-body experience into people's daily life. Section nine, picture this, how to put positivity on display in the studio. Taking what we know from happiness science, it's fun to reimagine a positivity training studio. The following are ideas from an expert brainstorm. A welcoming concierge. Have the front desk staff greet each member with positive gratitude themed remarks, such as, thanks for coming in. Isn't it great to be able to take care of ourselves by working out? Inclusive messaging. Make every person feel that he or she belongs by intentionally showing diversity, body type, age, gender, ethnicity in marketing materials. Educate staff on how to use supportive language for all people of all body types and ability levels. A member of the month or victory wall. Celebrate members for consistently showing up. Or an employee of the month wall. Profile a diverse staff sharing personal quirks and interests to increase relatability. Motivational wall art. Include messages that focus on all benefits of training, mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. An indoor nature studio. Have a room with a skylight and nature sound features to create a virtual outdoor experience. Leading fitness professionals can now apply proven training methods to achieve effective physical results and integrate positivity practices into both the training and the environment to optimize feelings of well being. The combined power of these tools can significantly increase chances that people will stick with training. And this same power can create an environment that magnetizes others who want to get in on the benefits. Fit pros have a powerful opportunity to influence people's health and happiness. Fire up your passion for well-being and watch the sparks of happiness fly. That concludes this Listen and Learn podcast. Many thanks to Shirley Archer Eichenberger for helping us all better understand and use this powerful training tool. I hope you enjoyed the article. I'm positive that you'll find it helpful as you continue with IDEA to inspire the world to fitness. Here's a quick reminder that this education has been approved for one CEC by more than 25 certification agencies. In order to claim the CEC, you'll need to pass a short quiz which is available for purchase in the IDEA store. The link is in the show notes. Use coupon code ND IFJ19 to get 20% off the CEC quiz. Look forward to talking with you next time where we'll have more exciting content that has been approved for CECs coming your way soon.